Welcome to Ponder and Practice, your one-stop shop for all things living both well and long. You deserve to feel comfortable being yourself as soon as possible and for as long as possible. I'm Dr. Katherine Hoffman, a naturopathic physician specializing in mental health with a simultaneous obsession with all things feeling better at 100 years old than you did at 20. If you want to be at your very best, mind, body, and spirit, for all that remains to you of this life, you're in exactly the right place. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Ponder and Practice. Thank you so much for joining me here today. It is, of course, as ever, such a pleasure and an honor to share this time and space with you. So thanks for hanging out with me. Um, If you have not yet listened to episode 104, which was last week's episode, I encourage you to go back and check that one out. Um, This is the second part of a two-parter, and episode 104 was the first part. So it's going to give you some good context um, and background about what I'm talking about today. If you haven't listened to the episode and you don't really want to, um, the very, very abbreviated version is that um, this is a two-part series on apologies. And the first part was about apologizing when you really don't need to be. Um, this is something I call having a case of the sorries. Um, and this is when folks apologize for just existing, like having human wants and needs. Um, it's 100% unnecessary. And so how do you navigate that? How do you um, learn to stop doing that? And what do you do instead? Um, And so I talked through that in the last episode. Today, I want to talk through what it looks like when you have messed up, when you have made a mistake that's genuinely hurt someone. Um, How do you move through that with some degree of care and grace, Um, which can be so difficult, (laughs) Um, let me tell you. So that's what I'm going to talk through today. So before I get into that, though, I just want to spend a few more moments clarifying what I mean. There's sort of three kinds of apology, right? One kind is, like I said, saying sorry, like, oh, I'm so sorry to ask, but I need X, Y, or Z. Or like, oh, I'm so sorry, but um, I really need whatever it is. Or can you please, or, you know... I'm so sorry, like I'm in this line and I was here before you. <laughs> like I've, folks say sorry for all kinds of things that really, you're existing, you're a human, it's fine. There's nothing to apologize for at all. Um, and then a second kind of sorry is, an, is a disingenuous apology. And this is like, well, sorry you feel that way. Like, sorry, it's not my fault. Um, and this is a way of deflecting and it's a defensive strategy and um, it's not super helpful <laughs> to apologize in that way because it's not it's not intentional. There's no um, it's not intentional and it's not authentic to be like, oh well, sorry you're hurt. It's not my fault, but I'm sorry. Um, that's disingenuous, and it's it's even more hurtful than potentially if you just hadn't said anything if you know you just had moved on from the conversation um and then the third kind of apology which is really what i'm after today is when you have messed something up you've hurt someone and you want to apologize for it um and this fits into boundaries and boundary setting because Sometimes, despite our best efforts, we cross a line with someone else 
and we hurt them. And this is part of being human. This is part of the messiness of being a human being on the earth with a you know billions of other human beings who have different perspectives and thoughts and wants and needs invariably at some point again despite our best efforts it's going to happen um where we bump up against something where we say something that we shouldn't where we do something we shouldn't have and somebody else gets hurt by it and so in these instances the best way to um, repair the situation and to move forward is to genuinely apologize um, in a heartfelt and sincere way. Now, this is comp, it sounds simple. It sounds so, so simple. <laughs> and sometimes it is really simple. But more often than not, if we've genuinely like crossed a line with someone and crossed a, um, a boundary that we shouldn't have, it's difficult because we want the ego gets involved. We want to see ourselves as someone who is um, worthwhile and someone who is compassionate and caring and someone who doesn't do things that are wrong. And so as soon as we're made aware that we've crossed a line, it can be really, really easy to flip into that defensive, well, I'm sorry that you're hurt about that or like, well, it wasn't my fault anyway and you took it the wrong way. Um, and that defensive flip to get it back onto the other person to take the heat off of ourselves. There's no judgment here, um, which I say all the time and I always mean it. There is absolutely no judgment. That is a very normal and human response to want to deflect that sense of, I really messed up. Um, super, super normal, very, very human and it's okay. It's totally okay if that's where you go. Um, what's important is to take a step back in these moments and acknowledge, oh, okay, I'm having a really intense response here. Huh, what's this about? And so if you have been made aware that something that you have said or done has hurt someone, um, Rather than firing back in the moment, something that is really important to do is to notice what is coming up for you and take a minute, take some space. Um, you can do this in any number of ways. One is if you're online and this comes up, close your computer, put down your phone and literally step away, like set those things down and step away. Um, and that space time, space, physical space um, provides a safety buffer in a sense. Um, I remember driving when I was learning how to drive um, and my driver's ed instructor was an odd man. But I really, one thing that stuck with me is that he was always talking about leaving space, like leaving space from the cars in front of you, having space on the sides and having space behind you and how that's really what can save your life. If um, something happens unexpectedly while you're driving is having that space. And I think that's just as true when we're talking about our relationships and our mental health. 
and caring as best we can for the folks around us is making sure that we have some of that space to buffer ourselves. Um, Because just like in a car, if something happens really fast and you're right up on the person in front of you's bumper, the likelihood of you crashing into that and making the situation worse is exponentially higher. Similarly, if you are really wrapped up in what's going on and you're not able to set the phone down, close your laptop, step away, um, you're much more likely to make that situation worse than better um, in the short term. And so space is a really important buffer to practice um, and to have. Mind you, this is tough. Like this is probably the hardest part of navigating these kinds of situations is being able to recognize when you're in a place that you are not fit to respond when you're in a place where you're defensive where you're angry where you really just want to show the other person up and prove your ego right that you are in fact the best person that you've acted the best way that you've done the best thing um this this can be the most challenging um, part of this whole experience. Um, and so I have tremendous understanding of that. There's no judgment. If you, like myself, have overrun and just been like sort of rushed in and said like, no, you're wrong. This is your fault. I didn't do it. It's okay. It happens. Um, what's important is that you're able to notice that this thing has happened and then try something different in the future. Um, And sometimes when you try something different, you don't get that much further along in the process. Um, But, you know, maybe you learn something else as you go and then you can use that the next time it comes up. At any rate, so the first piece is once you've been made aware that something has happened, taking a minute, taking some space. Um, If you're in a room with someone and they call you out on something, um getting curious and asking questions can be a really good way to navigate this. Saying something like, oh, can you say more about that? Or saying something like, oh, I didn't realize, can you can you help me fill in the gaps here, right? Getting curious about what is this other person telling me? It's really difficult to be on the defensive and be curious at the same time right? You're either on the run from something or you're moving towards something. You can't be going both directions at once. And so the good thing about training yourself to get curious in these situations is that you take that defensive posturing out of it almost by default um, because you're moving towards the situation in a way that allows for more information and more possibility you're not shutting it down and saying like nope i'm not dealing with this you're very carefully tending that interaction in a way that allows the other person to fully express themselves to fully feel and be seen and heard by you Um, and so asking these kinds of questions like oh i like help me understand this better um or hey can you help me fill in the gaps here like I really want to understand what you're saying um this is another way to provide yourself with some some buffer so that you're not rushing in and saying like well this is your fault and like I'm sorry you're upset but this like I didn't do it and like deflecting and (laughs) being excessively defensive um so get curious right if you're in person with someone 
The other thing that is worth doing is saying something like, thank you for bringing this to my attention. I need to think about this and like process what you've said to me. Um, If you're not in a place where you're ready to, or you feel able to um, fully and authentically apologize to someone. So stepping back and saying, thank you so much for telling me. I didn't realize, um, you know, let me, let me sit with this. Let me process it for, for a minute. Um, And you can excuse yourself, right? You can step out of the room. You can, you know, go to the restroom, go outside, whatever it might be. Um, But doing this allows you to get that same buffer of space, even if you're in a face-to-face interaction with someone, whether in the same room or on Zoom, whatever it might be. Um, So take a step back, give yourself a buffer of space as best you can. Um, The next thing is, depending on what's happened, um, if this is happening in a close personal relationship, it can be very, very difficult um, because there are a lot of really crappy feelings that come along with having um, having something called to your attention that was wrong. Um, so make space for that. Um, and it, this sounds the same, but it's different. You know, this is more of allowing yourself to sit with that feeling of, I really hurt this person. And like, that feels crappy. I feel ashamed that I did this thing. I feel guilty that I did this thing. Allowing yourself to sit with those feelings and emotions, and everything that comes along with that is so important. As an important note, this is something that is important for you to do either alone, right? The person who has brought up to you that they've been hurt is not the person that you need to pile your bad feelings on, right? Because they're dealing with their own hurt, Um, And so for you to pile that back onto them, again, would be a defensive posturing that is inappropriate. And so this is something that you need to do on your own or with someone who is not involved in the situation at all. (laughs) So a therapist, a different friend, um, you know, someone close to you, a mentor, whoever that might be, um, it's you need to call in you know, somebody else aside from anyone who is directly involved in that situation. Again, because it's not appropriate. That person is dealing with their own hurt feelings. They're nursing their own wounds. Um, And so you need to not pile more of your stuff on top of that. That's not their job. It's not their responsibility. This is on you. It's your job to tend to your own emotions. It's your job to sit with and acknowledge whatever shame or guilt, um, or hurt feelings are coming up for you. Um, So that's important to be aware of and an important practice to have. As you're able to sit with these feelings, acknowledge these feelings, and be present with them, then, and only then, um, are you able really to get to a place where you can make sense of what it is that's happened. And um, I'm certainly, I'm not talking about like more casual offenses where maybe... um, you know, you stepped on someone's foot and they're like, you really hurt me. Like you stepped on my foot, right? You're not going to need to take a bunch of time and space to reconcile that for yourself. No, in the moment you're like, oh, sorry, like didn't mean to, my bad. Um, And you move on with your day Um, and they move on with their day and it's not a big deal. I'm talking much more about the more, um, 
the deeper hurts that we tend to inflict and receive from the people who are closest to us. Um, It's a very different kind of interaction and blow to both parties when this happens. And so uh, hopefully you've picked up that that's much more (laughs) what I'm referencing here as opposed to the more casual, um, like, hey, you jumped me in line at the grocery store. Like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize you were waiting. Like, okay, fine. Like, not a big deal. You're not going to need to go like process that with someone else who wasn't involved in the situation. Um, So hopefully that's clear. So as you move through, as you sit with, hold on. So let's recap. So someone has come to you and said, hey, you really hurt me in this way. Someone who's close to you, maybe someone who you have a long-term relationship with, someone you um, you don't want to be hurting, right? Like they show up and they like, you did this thing, it was really thoughtless and it hurt. Um, and you potentially, maybe you're the kind of person who right away can pick up on it and say, gosh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean that. Um, That wasn't okay for me to do. You know, I will make my best effort in the future to act differently in this way. Like, this is my commitment to you. That's awesome. (laughs) If that's the kind of situation and you're that on top of your own emotions and you're that self-aware and you have that much of a handle on your ego to be able to respond very quickly in that way. Um, more often when we get into these kinds of difficult hurts, it takes some time, it takes some space. And so what I've talked through thus far is taking the space that you need, um, and sitting with your own emotions, not piling those back on the person who's told you that they've hurt you, but processing them on your own or with someone else who you trust to do that work with. And then once you've done that, once you've taken the time and the space to really like sit with yourself, figure out like what's going on for me in all of this, um, then you can move forward. Then you can start to figure out maybe that person has come to you and said, you hurt me. And you're like, but I don't even know what I did. Like, I don't really get it. Right. Like once you've been able to process any emotions that come up with that, that have come up, then you can return and say, okay, let me figure this out. (laughs) What actually happened here? Um, And then you can start to see like, oh yeah, like that was jacked. I shouldn't have done that thing. Okay, like, yeah, I really do need to apologize for this thing. Um, And then you can come to a place of understanding and clarity of, oh, hey, here's where I went wrong. Genuinely, yes, I messed up. I am so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Um, And my commitment moving forward is X, Y, or Z. And then once you've had that experience, now you know something, right? You've had an experience you didn't have before. You can do something different now. You have more um, awareness and wherewithal than you did before you went through this experience. And so you have something new to carry forward with you. You have a new tool. You have a new way of doing things um, that is of service to yourself and to folks around you as you move forward. Is all of this easy? No. (laughs) Certainly not. (laughs) Sometimes, yes, absolutely not a problem. Like I said, some folks are really on it. They're really in touch with themselves. They've done their own work. They're not ruled by their ego and they don't feel the need to be defensive. They can very, very easily and quickly say, yeah, you're so right. That was wrong of me. I'm so sorry. Um, And sometimes folks are not like this. (laughs) And so we need to take some extra time and space. 
I will also say that it is very situation dependent. And there are some folks who, you know, maybe you can move through it in a very quick way. Maybe professionally, if someone comes and they're like, hey, you did this thing and that was messed up. Maybe professionally, it's very easy for you to be like, yeah, totally get it. Message received, my bad, um, and then move on. Personally, perhaps it's more difficult. Um, relationships with kids, spouses, um, close friends or family members, folks that we have more emotional intimacy with, it can be very difficult to move through these kinds of moments with because there is ego wrapped up, plus there's a bunch of history wrapped up, plus there's like their ego and any dynamics that you have built up between you. And so this makes for a very complicated picture and potentially a very difficult and painful picture to try and move for move move through in a meaningful way. Now, let me provide you an example after all that, right? That's a lot of information that I've just thrown out, a ton of stuff. Um, So I want to give you a real life example for my own life because certainly when I say that there is no judgment, it's because I have been there. (laughs) Like I'm not blowing smoke when I say that sincerely, (laughs) like I've been on both sides of all of these conversations. Um, And so in order to illustrate my point, I want to share one of these experiences with you. Um, recently on social media, I posted something that, um, even as I was going to post it, I was like, don't do this. And then I was like, no, I'm going to do it. Um, and I did. And several people got back to me and said, that was not okay that you did that. Like this really was hurtful and this is why it was hurtful. Um, and this was on, um, completely online interaction, right? There was no face-to-face, no video, nothing like this. Um, And so I was sitting in a chair in my living room um, and I, as I was reading these things, it was like everything collapsed in on itself. I felt my face get red and hot. I felt my, um, like my breathing get faster. My heartbeat got faster. My muscles got tense. And it was just like, oh my God. Um, and immediately clicked into, well, they don't know what they're talking about. And that's not what I meant. And how dare they? And this is so messed up and da da da. Right. So really on this internal defensive tear, which I did not share. <laughs> um, I kept that to myself and What I did is because um, part of my ethos is to do the least amount of harm possible, ideally no harm to anyone, um, that set off a red flag in my mind that said, okay, this person, these people said that they were hurt. I need to take that seriously. That outweighs hands down any defensiveness that I have because if that's on me, I need to tend to that. Um, And so that was the next step, right? So first it was this initial like, bah, you don't know what you're talking about and I know best and how dare you into no, no, like they said that they were hurt and part of my commitment is to do no harm or Um, ideally, or as little harm as possible. And so that trumps everything else. Um, And so an apology follows from that. But still, I have to process for myself that guilt and that shame that came up. Because let me tell you, it was not a little bit of guilt and shame. Like it was a lot of guilt and shame, a ton. Um, 
And so that's, but that's on me, right? And so in making my apology, which I was able to do relatively quickly, um, and I committed to that person like, hey, I'm really sorry. That was not my intention. And that's on me, my bad. Um, And then from there saying, you know what, this is what I this is what I intended. It obviously didn't read. That is my fault. Um, And then coming back and publicly saying, I'm really sorry. I said this thing because invariably, especially if we're talking about social media, it's sort of like being in school in a class. Like if you have this question, likely someone else has the same question. So it makes sense to ask it because then everyone gets that question answered. Same thing on social. My assertion and my assumption is that if even if it's just one person that gets back to me and says like this was messed up and it was hurtful there are other people who have read that in the same way and so that is on me to address and so that's what I did um not immediately it took me some time to step back right take that space step away from it um and then what I did which I as an example, like I was embarrassed that I did this, but I was like, no, this is what I need to do to get this sorted out. I actually sat down and wrote out a timeline of everything that had happened. And I went back and looked at what it was that I had said. And I was trying to correlate like, what are people seeing that I missed? Literally, I did this. Like I took a screen, I took screenshots. There were timelines. I was like, what is happening? What did I do? Um, And as I did that, meanwhile, this whole time, there's a voice in my mind saying like, it wasn't me. I didn't do anything wrong. This wasn't my fault. Like they're messed up, right? This defensive voice is still going the entire time I'm engaged in this process. It doesn't stop. It didn't stop until I took my screenshots and I was like looking back and forth between what did I say and like, what, what was the feedback that I got? And then it was like, oh, (laughs) yeah, that was, that was not okay. (laughs) All right, got it. Um, And I realized like, yes, I said a thing that I shouldn't have. And then also I missed the point in my initial, like trying to clarify that. And so now I got to go back and like fix all of this mess that I just made. But it wasn't until I, you know, sat with it, felt the feelings that I had, dealt with it, Um, and then like figured, like went to really figure out like, where did I mess up here? Because if I messed up here, I don't want to do this again. I want to like get it fixed now so that I don't have to deal with this in the future. And so I don't cause future harm, but it wasn't until I was able to see it like in black and white and be like, Oh, right. Yeah, that was me. Only then did that defensive voice in me stop. (laughs) Cause like, no, like you you messed up. Like that was clearly on you and that was clearly your issue. Um, But in all honesty, like that defensive voice kept running. The reason I wanted to talk about this and the reason I wanted to um, make a point of addressing it in the podcast in a longer format is because I think that in our culture right now, we're in a place of really easily like firing shots off um, proverbially speaking where someone says something it's like well that's not okay you shouldn't say it that's hurtful and the other person gets defensive and then like everyone is up in arms about whatever it is and I really want to provide an example of what it looks like to take a step back and reflect did I actually mess up 
did I actually say something that was incorrect? Did I actually do something that was truly hurtful? It may have been, you know, that I could have done this whole process and come to the conclusion that, like, I don't think I did anything wrong. Um, am I still going to apologize? Sure. I. It's never my intention to hurt someone. Um, and if someone says that I've hurt them, like, I still need to take that seriously and address that because that certainly is never my intention. Um, but in fact, when I did take the time to let my emotions move, to sit with what was coming up for me, and then to engage the logic of my mind and the thoughtfulness of my mind and look some stuff up and do a review of everything that had gone down. Yeah, okay, I get it. Like, (laughs) this is on me. And I laugh because it's like, God, what a a dope (laughs) I can be. Um, But it takes that kind of painstaking work sometimes and I really want to provide an example of the fact that one it's not easy to always do and two it's possible and three it's really important it's so important um especially right now in the culture in which we find ourselves and the quickness with which um, information moves and the fact that you can instantaneously send a message to pretty much anyone on the planet It matters tremendously that we normalize for ourselves and for each other taking the time to take a step back, give ourselves space, acknowledge what's happening internally without pinning that responsibility on anyone else, and then engaging that logical system of, okay, what am I missing? Am I missing something? Um, Maybe you're not, maybe you are. But until you're able to get your emotions out of the way, which you cannot do until you feel them, you cannot get your emotions out of the way by suppressing them. You cannot get your emotions out of the way by just pretending they don't exist or stuffing them. You have to feel them. You have to let them be. Do you have to act on them? No, in fact, please don't. It's preferable if you don't, um, you know, sequester yourself. It's okay to do that. It's okay to say like, I need some time and space to myself to like, let all of this move. That's okay. It's okay. And in fact, it's preferable. It's okay to enlist a friend or a mentor or someone you trust to say, I'm having like this thing has happened and I'm having all these emotions about it and I don't know what to make of this. It's okay to have those kinds of conversations um, with, like I said, not with the person who said that they have hurt, that you have hurt them, but with someone else entirely who's not involved in the situation. Um, it's okay to do these things. And in fact, unless you are willing to take the time and space and energy to process these things and move these things with intention and care, the likelihood that you will learn something is zero if you're not willing to do this work. And also the likelihood of it coming up again and in a bigger way is so high. (laughs) So, so high because you're not getting the message. You're not learning. And if you're not learning, you're not able to move forward. There's absolutely no shame in making a mistake. It happens. We all make mistakes. We all say things that probably we shouldn't have said. We all do things that probably we shouldn't have done. 
it is human. It's human. It's okay. Um, but if you're sitting and judging yourself for that, if you're lost in the judgment of like, oh, this thing is happening, or if you're lost in the egoic, um, this isn't my fault, it's on you, right? Like either one of these extremes, you're not going to be able to process that emotion and move forward um, and learn and apologize in a way that is aligned with your integrity and in a way that's authentic. At any rate, hope that helps. <laughs> um, it's perhaps a little bit heavy, but I think it's important. Um, and there are so few examples of this in our modern life and in our modern culture. And so since I stepped in it, I thought, you know what, it's worth, it's worth sharing if, um, if it helps someone else and if it, uh, supports health and healing, um, of individuals and relationships. And then overall our culture, I think the more of us that are willing to engage in this work, the more it becomes the norm and the, the less we're liable to hurt one another and to get lost in, um, rhetoric and dogma and, all of the nonsense that we see happening on a daily basis um, in the modern world. So at any rate, I hope this helps. Um, certainly let me know if if it does or it doesn't, um, or if there's any other um, topics that you'd like to hear on the podcast. In the meantime, if you yourself are dealing with some difficult emotions, if anger is among the difficult emotions you are dealing with, check out the show notes. Um, There's a really good guidebook there called Anger as Awareness that is designed to help you move through your emotions in the way that I've just described, right? Like taking the time um, to feel them, let them be what they are, and then make sense of them. Um, use use the power of your brain, use the power of your mind and your logic um, in conjunction with letting things move. And that's really the way to heal from the ground up. Um, that's how you get to the roots of an issue um, so that you can move forward from it and learn from it and carry that forward into your life and into the world. At any rate, my friend... Um, yeah, I hope this helped. Again, like I said, if you didn't hear last week's episode, which is 104, go back and listen to that. It's also, it's the other side of this coin, which is apologizing if you haven't done anything wrong, which of course you don't need to do. Um, So I encourage you to go back to listen to that episode as well um, to get the full spectrum of experience here (laughs) that is available to you. All right, my friend, take care and until next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Every week I say it is both a pleasure and an honor to have you here and to share this time and space with you. And every week I mean it just the same, truly, from the bottom of my heart. This podcast has grown to a place where I never thought it would when I started it in 2019. And it's only because of you. It's because you're here. It's because you listen. It's because you keep showing up. Um, And I'm so grateful to you for that because I have so much fun doing the podcast. And to know that it has an impact means the world to me. To that end, I have a little bit of a favor to ask you. If you have just a minute or two, if you could take that time and leave us a review and a rating, that helps other people find the show. It helps other folks to know that this content is valuable and helps to further our impact and help us grow um, even more. So with that, I say thank you and until next time. Mm -hmm.